Hi, we're rolling hour number two. Puck and gas from the Carter Volkswagen studio. Brad Adam, Root Sports, brought to you by John Howie State, coming up in about 20 minutes. We'll talk a little M's and Astros tonight. Game one of a, I think, a fairly, I'm not going to just get crazy about it, but I think it's a fairly important two-game series because I just want to see where they stack up. Regardless sure. what happens, let's just see where they land. Against sure, this is, team. Yeah. sure is a fun one. I mean, of course it, it's, it's, fun. it's yeah. This is better than Tampa Bay last weekend. Yeah. If they lose both games, whatever they lose both games, it's not going to be the end of the world because the baseball season is so long. But you'd, for once, you'd like to see these guys beat this team. Right. Because I'm getting kind of tired of losing to the Houston Astros for crying out loud. And we talked about it. it's been a five-year problem for the M's, and particularly the last two years, it's been, it's been oh, it's like 6-17. and 17. Yeah. So enough already. Anarchy gas is underway in Delaware. In Delaware. And it, anarchy. We're, we're, uh, legal gambling is... Uh, 33, 33 and a half minutes, right? Yep, 33 and a half minutes gone by. Legal mm-hmm. gambling in Delaware. Who was the first... The governor was the first person to make a bet. He made a bet on the Phillies. He, now, he uh, wisely, I think, uh, sure? uh, made a $10 bet he on the Phillies. Wants to get reelected. That's, Smart yeah, yeah. You don't want to be... You don't want to be... Look like you're out of control like, as the who governor. Who are they playing? Do you know who, they're, who are they playing today? Uh, they play the Cubs, I think. What if he would have went on the Cubs? You know what? Uh, uh, I love the Phillies, but frankly, uh, Jake Arrieta was right the other day. We have no idea what we're doing. We can't, we can't do the shift. It was a horse bleep series, and frankly, I'm not convinced Kapler's the guy, so I'm putting my money on the Cubs. What if you vote for me? Fall. What if he'd walked up? I, I want five dimes on the Cubs and uh, <laughs> go, governor, governor, a dime? Governor, no, 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 sir, no. sir, you don't want that's them. more than fifty cents. All yes, right. governor, that's more. Uh, the first regular Joe guy here, according to a guy named John yeah. Brennan on Twitter, uh, was a guy named Stu Finer from Farmingdale, Long Stu! Island. Stu bet four nickels. That's five hundred dollars a piece on Woo! four MLB games. There you he made go. four five hundred dollar bets. All right. Uh I'm just looking at this guy. Uh he was this guy was the third person to place a bet according to Darren Rovell. Twenty bucks on the Cavs to lead at the half tomorrow, which is a pick'em, and also twenty dollars on the Nationals to win by at least two runs tonight. I like the Cavs leading at the half go. tomorrow. I think they, they get their one little bump at home. Yeah, that's a hell of a bet by uh, that guy. Kareem Keyes, the fifth person to place a bet at State uh, of Delaware, put 10 bucks on the Yankees to win it all. Five to one odds. Wow. Way to stick your neck out there, Kareem. That's right. That's right. So, so you're telling me they're busy. They're busy. They're God, busy. I can't wait till this comes to our great state. All right, we got a chance to uh, give you a, uh, an opportunity to send you to Las Vegas Sin City. And the iHeartRadio Music Festival, it's happening. Of course, Gas, you know, the T-Mobile Arena, September 21st and 22nd. Mm-hmm. you got to listen for the keyword. Now, we do the keywords at 6, 8, 11. This is our time. 2 and 5 o'clock. When you hear that keyword, you text it to 200-200 within the hour for your chance to win a trip for two to Las Vegas and the iHeartRadio Music Fest. Prize award, what do you get if you're that person? Round trip airfare for two to Las Vegas. Hotel accommodations for two nights, ground transportation to and from Las Vegas Airport and hotel for the winner, and a guest two tickets to attend both nights of the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Two tickets to access our 2018, oh, the Daytime Village, presented by Capital One on Saturday night. Your keyword, you text it to 200-200. Remember this, 200-200. Your keyword is, boy, we get creative, it's win. W-I-N, win. Text that to 200-200, your chance. Qualify 
to get uh, two tickets, round trip, airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the iHeartRadio Music Festival, which is September 21st and 22nd. Can I enter? I mean, I'm sure. Well, I'm, I'm well you empl- won't be employed here at that point. So that, yeah. that's kind of what I'm thinking. When, yeah. when are we actually giving this away? Uh, contest. It ends this Friday at five o'clock. I'm going to bet there would be a, a hue and cry if I were to win this thing. Well, I don't. No, think, I, don't think so. I think yeah. you. Could, I think you're qualified. No, I think that. Who do you want to go see Friday night? You got Jack White. All right, I'd like that. Mariah Carey. Jason Aldean, Sam Smith, Panic at the Disco, mm-hmm. Kygo, and Ray Strimmerd. Strimmerd? Okay, who's okay. Saturday? Uh, Saturday, you got uh, Justin Timberlake, mm-hmm. Carrie Underwood, Imagine Dragons, Luke Bryan, Leonard Skinnerd, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson, Sean Mendez, and Logic. Mm-hmm. Boy, what has happened to Leonard Skinnerd? Uh, well, this is, this is their last year. They're retiring. Yeah, this is it, huh? Yeah. That and- just something, you know, if you told me. Who's the band or the group that doesn't belong in this group? Yeah, that, that's an Leonard, odd. You know, the Sean Mendez, Logic, Kelly Clarkson, Luke Bryan. I don't know who Luke Bryan is. Imagine Dragons, Carrie Underwood, and Justin Timberlake, and then Leonard Skinner. Yeah, that's an odd. That's why I laughed at that. Uh, I don't know. Who, I'm not sure. The uh, I'd, I'd like to see. How about if Justin Timberlake does a walk-on during Skinner's set? I'd be... <laughs> Now, he's cool enough to pull that off, actually. All right, so you have within the hour. Text the keyword right now, 200-200. We already gave it to you. Your next chance to win will be with the great mayor uh, at 2 o'clock, and then Softy will do it uh, at 5 o'clock as well, trying to win a trip there to Las Vegas for the iHeartRadio Music Festival. All right, we got uh, M's coming up with Brad Adam at 1120. We'll talk about that series uh, tonight with the Houston Astros. James Paxson takes them out as the M's look to extend their lead in the American League West against the hated Houston Astros. And and you know what? Not that I want to give anything away either, but also look to just keep continuing to play good baseball. Yeah, of course. You know, let the, let's let's not and and this is an interesting month they're heading into. It doesn't look as as challenging as it did a few weeks ago because all of a sudden the M's look like they're better. And I think we all keep waiting for the Cano effect to take you to kick I, in. Don't don't we? I mean, at some point, doesn't that become a factor, yeah, or are I, I they going to be able to overplay? Yeah, that? I, I just want to see how they how they come out of this out of this month. I mean, it, it is significantly tougher. I mean, one thing you they have to play who have to they have to play right. So right. you can't criticize them. Hey, they've beat up on these teams. So that's yeah. just who's on their schedule. However, though, I mean, they've got uh, off the top of my head. Well, they got the Astros for two. They want us. It's the Red Sox for seven, four of it, which is it here at home. Mm-hmm. The Yankees for three, and then the Angels for three. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, th- this is this month is significantly more challenging than any other, any other month they've ever had. It, it, it so is, far. and, and so again, we'll we talked yesterday. Big key: the Angels nine games between now and the All Star break. And you know, are the Angels in a nosedive, or are they just in a little slump right now? Are they going to come out of it yeah. and be what we think they might be? Or are they in the in the in the death throes? You know, they've been a funny fer- franchise down there. I mean, they every year they just look like a beast on paper, right. and then they they aren't. Well, they have the best player in the universe for crying out loud. They have the best story of the year. Now their bullpen still stinks, but um, yeah. So and you know, Mike Sosha is still there, so there's a chance that Sosha can screw something up. So which is always fun, mm-hmm, right? Which is always kind of fun to to watch and see develop. But I mean, they don't. If they lose both games. It's not the end of the season. I know what people are going to do. It's, see, this is exactly why you don't get too excited because really they're not that good. I just want to see them beat these idiots mm-hmm. because I'm just tired of them losing to Houston. And I think if they, they're they able to, let's say they win both games, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. besides just winning, you know, sweeping them, it's, I think, the confidence level that the, that they get. 
Absolutely. It, it just go, you, you, your confidence level just goes through the roof that finding a team that you have not been able to get through to beat, and they lost, what, three out of four earlier this season. I mean, I don't know. You you win two games down there, and all of a sudden now you're playing with a lot more confidence and probably playing above your heads a little bit more than maybe you should be. And if they lose two, it's not the end of it. And for the people that say, well, why, why are you getting excited now? It's like, when did we decide we never wanted to have fun? Who was it that decided, don't have fun, don't enjoy that the M's are winning and, and playing good baseball. Yep. Let's micromanage it. Let's pound. Hey, they're not playing good teams, so you shouldn't really be enjoying this. Hey, screw you. I'm going to enjoy what I want to enjoy. And right yeah. now, I'm enjoying watching them win baseball well, games. Yeah, I, but I just want to, at some point, they have to show, I think, that they the Houston Astros, not really their fan base, they just got to show the Astros they can play with them. And so far in the last couple of years, they just have not shown the ability to, to play with this team. Right, and I would say that point would come, you, you know, most dramatically, obviously, if they were to meet in the playoffs. I get your point that along the way, along the way, we want to see them continue to take steps forward. But right. don't allow yourself to fall into the not enjoying this because you don't think they've played a oh, tough schedule. Yeah. They're playing Major League Baseball teams, and all those teams have one thing in common. They're trying. Yep. They want to win. They don't come out half-assing it. So when you're, you know, part of what happens when you become a have versus a have-not is there are a hell of a lot more have-nots out there. And the good news tonight is you got James Paxson on the mound, and Paxson has been great, has been sensational yeah. against against the Astros. Uh, we gave these numbers early. He's got a one six six ERA in his last two seasons against him. The over under tonight seven and a half on the money line. Houston one nineteen. How about that? I'm going to take the old Los Marineros tonight. Are we doing yeah. the, the sports parlay uh, super gamble thing again? I don't know if we're going to do this. No, probably not the super sports parlay tonight. All right, because well. there's nothing else really going on besides baseball. I need you know, to get the, the, the women's softball. But uh, I think we, we bring it back tomorrow for game number four or game number three of the NBA Finals. Wrapping back around is what we were talking yeah. about a few minutes ago. The Angels, are they are they going to nosedive or not? I just, for the hell of it, just looked at Have you looked at Otani's numbers lately? Otani's four and one with a three point one eight ERA. He's hitting two eighty nine. His slugging percentage five thirty five. His OPS is nine oh seven. He's got uh, six homers and twenty runs batted in. It's been a great story. It's unbelievable. It's blown, blown me away. I didn't yeah. think he'd be like this. Now, I mean, he's not. He's not. You know, he, they've got to balance him out, and they right. they can't just run him into the ground. But he has been. As good as advertised, and and I'll say again, something we talked about back on opening day. I think Puck was, if this guy delivers the goods, this is a game changer in baseball because more and sure. more now, young athletes are going to go. Why do I have to specialize? Why can't I be like Otani? Right. It's going to change the way we view the game. All right, uh, Brad Adam, he will join us next. Our weekly visit with Brad, talking all things Mariners. It's brought to you by the great John Howie State. <laughs> It's time for our weekly conversation with Root Sports' Brad Adam. Brought to you by John Howie Steak, when nothing but the best will do. Now with Brad Adam, here's Puck and the Guest Man. Now remember, at 12.20, we're going to ask you a question, something that Brad's going to say during this award-winning segment. If you can remember, be the uh, the correct caller with the correct answer, you're going to win 50 bucks to John Howie Steak. So listen closely, all right, people? That's what we're trying to tell you. Brad joins us right now on the uh, Beacon Plumbing Hotline, brought to you by John Howie Steak, when nothing but the best will do. Hi, Brad. Hey, buddy. Hey, a quick quick question. You know, viewers have to call back at noon. 
Has there ever been a, a week that I haven't said anything worthwhile? Oh. You guys have to like kind of make something up. Well, every week we make something up. Yeah, every week. Yeah. <laughs> every week. By, by, and by the way, uh, uh, by the way, superstar, you're on radio. It's listeners, not viewers. Nobody's watching us. Oh, thank God. Me. Would you just listeners straight, oh, straighten you up over there? Don't you have a podcast? I don't uh, know. I mean, but we're going to be on Periscope soon enough. I mean, the whole thing. Everything's going to be on TV. Uh, I'm right? periscoping puck right yeah. now, and nobody's. There's actually zero people <laughs> tuned in. Zero. Hey, what would you, Puck, what would you change with your wardrobe if you knew you were going to be on Periscope or TV uh, nothing. or something? I wouldn't change anything. I, I'm going to dress like right. the the 21-year-old frat uh, guy in college <laughs> that I dress like now that my wife says every day when I leave the leave the house, what, you are still dressed like you're in college. Like I know. It's what makes me comfortable. The Wazoo comfortable, t-shirt. Right? Yeah. Wazoo. It's, it's, I'm wearing my Wazoo Mike Price football camp fit. t-shirt today. Yeah, and they still fit. So tell your uh, wife that. That's yeah, good news. Nah, nah, it's it's tighter. Yeah, some better bit, than yeah, others. Yeah, some better than others. Brad. <laughs> it's very. It's a casual. It's a casual day here. This is why we all chose radio. I don't want to be on TV. I think you guys should have a casual day on TV. And I'm not just saying when you guys go to Texas and wear the polos. I'm just saying right. wear a wife beater or something on TV. <laughs> I don't know how that would look. Sometimes we do go casual below the waist. I will be honest. Oh. Sometimes, wow. especially wow. in studio, yeah. Shorts, Mercy. shorts could be on sometimes. Yeah, you know the the the, the uh, pajama bottoms that they gave out the other day. It was like that thirteen inning game. Sure, those might those might have been on at the end of the day. <laughs> how, I, how many times would you say? Because you're in Seattle, you're not you're not with the team because you you violated. We won't get into that what you violated, but. Uh, <laughs> how, how many times when you're behind the desk at, at Root Sports do you actually have suit pants on? Out of ten, how many times out of ten? Well, to be honest, it, it depends if I am going to be on the big demo wall that we have on the, Love the demo wall. half of our set, right? Um, where we have to stand up and it's it's full, obviously, head to toe. If I'm not, then I'm not. So I would say at least half. I would think jeans have to be worn at least half. I think. Right. What about shorts? Yeah. Do you ever go full full shorts? Shorts. Uh, uh, I'd wear shorts every so night if I was if I had your job. Well, you know, it depends because the studio is so cold that yeah. um, a lot of times you, you want to wear pants. It yeah. could be sweats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the studio so cold, yeah. a lot of times you want to wear well, pants. Well, they always keep the studios cold. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> back in the day, Valley was going commando. It didn't. It didn't prevent him. But he yeah, it wouldn't care. bother. Wouldn't bother me at all. I. I would say. Yeah, I'd, I'd go. You go shorts every day. I'd love going. Yeah, I, I don't think I could work out there. I don't think they'd, they'd hire me out there. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think that had happened. That's what's holding you back, huh? That's the main thing that held back my code. TV career. It That's certainly wasn't thing. lack of talent. It was lack yeah. of opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, big big series tonight uh, for the old Los Marineros, huh? I mean, it's just a little two-game, yeah. little little uh, wet-your-whistle, but it's a fun little two-game series. <laughs> and it's nice where, where you go in and you get Paxson on the mound. You guys have yeah. talked about his numbers against Houston, just five earned runs in his last five turns. They get – now, it, it's – I don't know if I should say this, but the worst uh, two – Be careful. No, I know. No, hold on. The, <laughs> the, the lesser two, I guess, of the – Astros starting five, you get Keuchel and right. McCullers, who's still very good. But basically, they're, I mean, you look at the numbers, they're basically their four and five starters. So, no Verlander again. You get Paxton and LeBlanc. Uh, then you go to Tampa and uh, finish out a four-game four game little uh, set there with the, probably the worst ballpark in the American League. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, and it, I heard you guys talking about, you know, wanting obviously to beat Houston. Yes, you, you you definitely want to, but you look at the month and how it sets up, and the uh, schedule's harder, but 
what they did in May, and, and, and to get to this point, being 15 games over 500, it was so important. And that last homestand was so important to give themselves a cushion that if things do go south a little bit in June, which they could, um, that they are still well over 500, still in the driver's seat for that wild card. And, hey, maybe, yes, you guys know, maybe we don't say wild card anymore. Like Buner, we say, hey, let's do the division, right? Let's not talk Go all the way. What did he really say, right? Brad? Say it. Uh, <laughs> say it. I, was, I wasn't around. I oh, think you know said, what he said. Uh, forget. What was that F word he said? Forget. Yeah, That's mm-hmm. right. Forget the wild card. I think so. Well, and- but, you know, it's, it's great to watch. And like you guys said, hey, have fun, enjoy it, and 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 who knows? Maybe, maybe it continues on. Maybe this is the year. They're smi- the gods smiling on the Mariners finally. Maybe it is. You know, one of the things we've talked about, Brad, is that uh, you know the the detractors will say, "Well, look at who the Mariners have played in May. They should have been winning games." On the on the flip side of that coin, Houston's been struggling of late, and they've struggled against Cleveland, the Yankees, and Boston. Houston has has had to step up their game over the last two weeks uh, against the the cream of the AL crop, and that's one of the reasons the M's have been able to rein them in. So I kind of dismissed earlier. I said, look, have fun and enjoy it. It doesn't matter who they're playing. Everybody has to play the schedule that's dealt out to them. But it is interesting to note that one of the things that's allowed Houston to come back to the pack here is they've had a rougher road the last two weeks than the M's have had. True, and and the Cleveland and New York on the road. Right, uh, and they right. split with Boston four games at home. So I, I do get that. But like you said, Every team in the AL West plays the same schedule. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now the Mariners, you know, giddy up this month against Boston and the Angels and the Yankees and, and, and Baltimore, luckily four in Baltimore. But, um, you know, winning on the road against those guys certainly aren't easy. Um, playing in the East is going to be something different, especially on the road for the Mariners. But, you know, the, the way that they're winning games and, and the way that they're, that their belief in themselves right now and different guys stepping up and winning in different ways. You know, call me crazy a little bit, guys, but it reminds me a little bit of the, I know, the 0-1 team. It's just in the fact that they're, hold on, hold on. Don't you do it. Improbable wins late, expect to win, coming through different guys. Now, it's just this stretch. Now, the 0-1 team did it all year, but just this stretch, this month, kind of felt like it. Am I crazy? Oh, you're starting to drink it. I know, I am. It feels good. Oh, Brad, I love it. Are you, are, it feels good, Jason. It are, feels good. Are you breaking out your two-out So What t-shirt? Oh, yes, Is that you what are. you're doing? Yes. <laughs> no, I don't. Soto Mojo. Pocket, Pocket still has his. I do. Yeah, so the two-out So What, refuse yeah. to lose, and all oh, that stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's just a good feeling. We haven't had it in a while, so it's just it's well. nice to... That, that that the belief is there. Right. I agree with that. Yeah, you'll get through these two games. I mean, I think you we're going to find out a lot about them. And I think we have well, here's okay, what's the one thing we know about them already this year? Well, one, obviously clearly they're a good team. Two, the their sure. perseverance. They have been able to overcome a lot of adversity so far in the season. The injuries and then the suspension mm-hmm. to Cano. And then I just want mm-hmm. to see now on the field Okay, so we know this about them. I want to know on the field, where do they stack up when we put them against the teams that they're going to have to, you know, when they get in the postseason, they're going to have to compete if they get in there, not only against the Houston maybe, but uh, the Angels, well, they're going to compete with the Angels for a wild card spot, and then the Yankees Mm -hmm. and the Red Sox. So this, from June 11th to June 24th, 13 games, they face the Angels, the Red Sox, and the Yankees in in that stretch. Now give me give me seven and six or six and seven. I'm good. 
I, I will walk, yes. even if it's six and seven. I'm good with that. Absolutely. And even if it's not quite that, they're still, they're still going to be in fine shape. They got six against the Angels in July. I, I know what you're saying, but, but they, you know, June's not going to, I don't think, make or break them on the season. I, I think you're right. It will show us on the field what, what they're kind of capable of against the big-time talent. Because as, as you guys know, the, the AL is really separated. I don't think there's anybody that can catch the Mariners other than the Angels. Let's right. say the, the Mariners for that, uh, you know, West or wild card. I don't think, you know, you look at, you look at the standings and it's just nobody's 500. And nobody can really get on a run. You know, we keep thinking about Minnesota. It's maybe not going to happen. Tampa Bay, we just saw them. If anybody's good... I talked to Brad Miller about this. They're going to get traded. I mean, they told Colome and Span at the beginning of the year that we're going to trade you guys. You make too much money. If we get good, we're going to trade you. I mean, what a, just a weird place that Tampa Bay is. Right. So I, I just don't see anybody other than the Angels. And, you know, they're, they're four back or five back, right, five back right now. So if you lose some ground in June, like I said, you play them six times mm-hmm. in July, you play them again in September, there's still so much baseball that, that June's not going to make or break them, I don't think. And and back to kind of what we were saying a minute ago, with the M's heading into their tough stretch, and how do you want them to do? The Astros, the stretch we were just talking about with them, went five and six, and and by going five and six, they 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 had a two game lead when that started. They're one game back now. So in other words, if you can play five hundred through this stretch, you're probably not going to destroy any of your chances. If you can be right around five hundred in, in 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 tough games, tough stretches of schedule, you shouldn't right. take yourself out of anything. Absolutely not. And you saw what happened to the Astros again. The bullpen kind of blew it a couple times against Boston. We've seen the Angels' bullpen blow it. Um, so the close games, uh, against, which you're probably going to play against these good teams, the Mariners you know, stack up well bullpen-wise. I, I, just, I, I hope the rotation continues to do what they're doing. I, I feel pretty confident in Paxton and, and Leak's a veteran guy who knows how to get it done. Um, LeBlanc and, and, and Gonzalez have been, you know, revelations. Let's hope that continues. And, you know, now with Felix, I mean, maybe that start was something that really springboards Felix to saying, hey, I've kind of bought into what Mel Stoudemire has been telling me. I kind of get it now. I'm not just going to blow guys away 89 miles an hour fastball anymore. Let's pitch a little backwards, go off speed, pitch the contact. It worked. He got eight innings his last start. And I think he was so excited to see them come back and win and so excited to see him finally be able to, to kind of understand and, and go back to being Felix, you know, matching Blake, mm-hmm. Blake Snell, zero for zero. Not strikeout for strikeout, but zero for zero. And so maybe, you know, he faces them again his next start in Tampa. So maybe this is the start of something with him. And it, 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 it could be, like I said, it, it could be something that we see carry out through the year, and, and we have you know just a heck of a summer here. The great Brad Adam from Root Sports uh, joining us on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline, brought to you by John Howie Steak, when nothing but the best will do. You know, go back to Felix and his start that he had on Sunday, in which he looked great, and uh, and I hope it's a springboard for him. I think that's been one of the more perplexing things, and, and I get that it's a challenge for him because of where he was at in his career and what type of pitcher he was, and it's but it has taken him. Do we agree? It has taken him a while to – I mean, we've talked about yes. this. Will he finally give in to Mel Stoudemire? This has been over a year now, and we talk yes. about this all the time with him. I, I'm a little surprised it's taking him, and I hope this is finally the start that gets him to start believing in it. 
that if he pitches a different way, throws his breaking stuff, because his breaking stuff hasn't changed. It's just his fastball that's right. changed. Um, right. That I guess it's, it, it is a little perplexing that it's taken him this long to, to say, yeah, yeah, I, I need to go this way. Yeah, well, Felix has had, uh, you know, several pitching coaches and several managers, and he's been so successful throughout his career. He's always just kind of said, you know, I I know what I need to do, and I can get it done. And he, he's right, and he has been. Uh, but now you're right. The last year or two, where we've seen kind of the innings and the and the all the pitches take a toll a little bit on that shoulder, where he doesn't have the velo anymore. He needs to change things up, and he. He was pretty stubborn. You know, Felix has got a, a pretty big ego, um, which is not a bad thing, certainly when you're a pitcher. And it just took a while for him to see that, that he needed to, to, to listen and, and to change things up. And not just on the mound when he starts, but, it, but, but between starts, too. He needs to throw bullpens. He needs to look at video more. He needs to do, you know, kind of just different things to c- continue to evolve as a pitcher. And... Um, he looked like he bought in on Sunday, and, and Mel, I know, was really pleased about that, and he keeps talking to Felix, and they looked at video, and look at old Felix, look at this, you know, you're doing things different now, we've got to fix this up, clean this up, and, you know, we saw him still be, you can still be a very good major league pitcher, you know, maybe not a wipeout guy like a Paxson or what he used to be, but a guy that can, can still win, you know, 10, 12, 13, 14 games and still be really good like we saw Sunday. It's where having this kind of a year is another plus for them because if the Mariners were stinking it up right now, Felix could stay stubborn and go, "Hey, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna figure this out on my own and I'm not gonna listen." Felix is not dumb and he's looking at what's going on and for him to be a contributor and to be a part of it, he's got to buy into this a little bit. I think, Brad. I mean, I, I mean, maybe I'm putting too much into it, but I, I think the fact that they're winning increases the urgency for him to figure out a way to make sure he's contributing. Because Puck and I have talked about it. It'd be the most unfair thing ever if they were to go out and win the AL West this year and Felix isn't a big part of it. And and based on you know, based on what we've seen so far, you know, he hasn't been great until maybe last last outing, but he hadn't been terrible either. And you know, maybe maybe he is starting to turn the tide a little bit into into becoming what they need him to become, and that winning should fuel that. Exactly. And he said that and I know that uh, it's been talked about this week, but Sunday when, you know, when Kyle Seeger went in, into him after the game and said, hey, we're so glad we came back and got you this win. How many one nothing games, 2-1 games have you lost? And now we get this win for you. And Felix understands that. And he knew that he was letting the guys down. He felt bad. He knew that his last couple of turns, he's not been good. And they've been on an incredible roll. And he, you're right, he wasn't contributing like he feels he should. And so – uh, for him to get that win, win number six, which still leads the team, I believe. Him, Leak, and Gonzalez, I think, all have six wins to to lead the team. And, and now to know that they're in first place, uh, they got a real shot at this, something he's never been in. He's never pitched in a postseason game, never really pitched in a season-making game. He's never had that, uh, you know, win and you're in type of thing or win in a postseason that he's craved for, you know, all these years. What is it, 13 years for him, 14 mm-hmm. years? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that he gets it and buys in, and, and he's uh, he's excited uh, about this year and, and knows that, uh, that yeah, he needs to uh, kind of come along for the ride, you know, and, and, and enjoy it and, and be a big part of it. Who's been the surprise for you this year? Who's been the welcome surprise when watching this team? Uh, there's probably a, a couple you could point to, but but I think the guy that, that we talked about on our 
show last week, our MVP in May, I gave it to Wade LeBlanc. I mean, a guy who, you know, was going to make a spot start when Erasmo Ramirez got hurt and pitched well, pitched four innings, and next turn goes five, next turn goes six. All of a sudden, six starts, the Mariners are five and one in his starts. He hasn't given up more than two earned runs in any of the starts. Um, he's, he's been fantastic because, you know, when he came in, that, they were thinking, man, if he gives us one, then we'll, maybe we can bring up uh, Bergman or we can bring up Miranda or we kind of rotate that fifth spot. Not the case. It saved him on roster moves. It saved him on arms. It saved the bullpen. I mean, he has been just unbelievably good. He goes tomorrow night in Houston. And, you know, he's a guy where he, it's kind of the lost art of pitching, kind of where you change speeds and you just read bats and you, heard him, you hear him talk about uh, not having great stuff but just understanding how to pitch. You don't see that very often anymore, right. and and it, it's kind of nice to see it. And but, but at the same point, you're you're thinking, man, when are these guys going to start hitting an 87 mile an hour fastball? But they haven't yet, and and you hope it just continues. But I don't think it's it's all smoke and mirrors. I mean, this guy knows how to pitch, and and he's really stepped up. So he's probably my my biggest surprise this year. Bullpen had its first shaky back to back appearance since uh, we've talked to you last, Brad. And, and then came out of it and kind of leveled off. Okay, bullpens are going to do that. I, I, I kind of liked it. I like seeing them take a punch and 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 show that they can bounce back. Yeah, especially with, with Eddie Diaz. I mean, his last uh, two outings before his saves, he you know gives up four to Texas, loses that game, then gives up one, blows a save, but they come back to win. But then he came right back the next two nights, go save, save. Colome has not given up a run in his four outings. Um, but you're right. Bullpens are notorious for uh, being kind of up and down throughout the year. And, and when people, you know, when, when Diaz blows the save, you, you don't really get concerned. Um, Colome, I'm sure, is going to give up runs, obviously, and you're not going to get concerned there. But Nicasio's gotten so much better. The patience they've had with him, I think, have really helped out. So now you've got guys with Nicasio and Colome and, and Diaz at the end. Um, you know, Pazos has been fantastic from the left side. I mean, they've got some some weapons out there. And if one guy does have a bad inning, they've got a guy behind him who can shut things down. And and I don't see them – it's why I, I don't see the Mariners having, like, a long losing streak. I mean, I get the offense has not been great since Cano has, has been suspended, but they keep winning. Rotation has been very good. The bullpen has been good. The bullpen, I think, will will not allow them to – have long losing streaks. So that's a good sign-up as well. All right, be, be honest. Was it because of the uh, the humidity in, in Houston with your hair, and we all know what humidity can do with hair? Is that, is that why you decided not to go on the trip and stay back in Bellevue? I mean, what's, what's the well, reason? No, the, no. no the, well, both parks yeah. in Houston and Tampa indoors, so the hair is not a problem. Well, but you got to go outside is, at some point, Brad. I understand. I understand. Uh, no, what, what it is is Angie and Jen and myself all have family in Houston, so we all take uh-huh. one of the one of the trips. So we okay. each get to see his family. There you go. So what you're some, telling some, me is you don't like your family. Yeah, you, no. What you're saying? <laughs> some like their family more than others. Yeah, so we, okay. we each get one trip don't. in to see the family. Yeah. And and back to me getting into yeah. TV. If I want to get a yeah. job at Root, I got to move to Houston. It sounds like and work yeah. there for a while, and then maybe I'll get noticed. <laughs> That's what I there need to do. Okay, yeah. all right, good. I'm glad yeah. I know. You can live with 
You could live with my brother. Yeah. No problem. He's got a Boy, pool. You'll be fine. What's your brother a, like? I want to know a little bit about him. He's got a pool. Him. He's got a pond. Pond be good for you. Pond, pond, pond might be good for you. Yeah. yeah. Nice yeah, guy. How old is nice your brother? Guy. A couple years older. A couple years older. I, uh, he's going to be 50 this year. Does he have family? He does. Two boys. I got the girls. He got the boys. Uh, it's kind of funny because he knows nothing about sports. <laughs> I, I don't need two like boys. I, 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 I t- <laughs> Come on, 10 and 12? Oh, take yeah. Take him to baseball games. That's you a perfect right in your wheelhouse there, sounds, Uncle Gas. Sounds on, perfect. Take him out for, for games and then take him to the bar, yeah, show him to have, how to play pool tabs, the whole thing. It'd be great. Kids, you want to gamble? Yeah. yeah. Have a gamble? Yeah. All right, Brad. We'll have a, have a good luck to you guys here in the next uh, couple of games. Have fun sitting in the cold studio in Bellevue. We'll be watching you this afternoon on Root Sports. With, we'll talk to you next week. With pants on. Thank you, guys. Well, it. A pants optional for Brad. Optional. Yeah, perfect. Optional. All, right, All right, Brad right. Adam, Root Sports, uh, joining us uh, courtesy there of John Howie Steak. We'll give away 50 bucks to John Howie Steak at 1220. Uh, we'll ask you something that uh, Brad uh, said here in this uh, this segment. And if you are the ninth caller with the correct answer, you get 50 bucks uh, to John Howie Steak. The Sounder, Sounders Weekly Preview is coming up next. Uh, we've tried to avoid it, but uh, we're after going to do it. And uh, Jackson's got the uh, Sounders Weekly tonight starting at 7 o'clock. He'll preview what he's got coming up on the show next. This work. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Can I read you a, a text? I was going to get to this early and I, I forgot to do it. We'll get to uh, Jackson Sounders Weekly in just a second, previewing his uh, show coming up tonight. This is a great question. And we're going to give the five finalists coming up uh, at noon. We're going to play the five voicemails thanking Howard Schultz that we played earlier in the show. We selected the five. We'll replay the five coming up at the top of the hour lunch with listeners. Then we'll allow you to vote. And then uh, the uh, then that person who had the voicemail, the winning voicemail uh, from our listeners, will get 25 bucks to Georgetown Brewery. Probably do that in the, uh, the 1220 segment after we play uh, the five finalists again. When the uh, expansion Sonics win the 2024 NBA Finals, do they visit Howard Schultz <laughs> at the White House? Now, wouldn't that be something? Let's say that we get the we get the NBA back here, and and just in time is Howard Schultz, who resigned, uh, left uh, left uh, Starbucks yesterday, and the speculation is going to run for president. Let's say he's in office. Let's say he wins. He wins, and he's president, and the Sonics the, have miraculously won the NBA. Like the Las Vegas Knights. They right. have the expansion. They're in the finals. That we've uh, Adam Silver has manipulated the entire thing. We have LeBron. Mm-hmm. And LeBron is in his, what, uh, his 21st year. Right, right. Still going strong. He's averaging 30. Durant's back. We yeah. have a super team. Yeah. And they win. Yeah. Would you want the Sonics to go to the White House? Because you know, right? Uh, we're in the middle of it now. No one's going to the White House anymore. Right? Would the this would be for different reasons? Would you want the Sonics to go to the White House if Schultz was sitting there? To uh, to borrow your phrase from earlier, I don't care. That's a good problem to have. If we All get right. to that, I'd be like, well, you know, whatever. None of the players. Want in, him, you would want him to go? I wouldn't care if they win okay. the NBA Finals. Do whatever you want, All guys. Right. I wouldn't care. I would not want them to go. No way, no hell. And yet no I can't get a presidential vote out of you. No, because I don't. Who cares who I would vote for president? Well, but it's, it's a sports show. Not a, you turn it over to the Cairo FM for for politics. Who, who cares what I think? Well, I th- I care what you think. Oh, That's yeah, why no. I asked. No, I do. No, yeah, Jackson do. doesn't care. No one cares. But 
I would no no one would want them to go to the White House if he was president. Well, I got I got Come news. On. I, I got, wouldn't want any Seattle franchise to go to the White House if well, he were president. Yeah, I mean I, I guess but I mean the people involved, you know, the players, none of whom will have any connection sure. to them leaving, and the front office, likely oh. none of whom will have any connection to when they left. I mean, they may feel differently. Come just on. to see the logo oh, by way. him though would just be huh? it's any Seattle logo next to him would be oh, sickening. That would be the worst. If they win the NBA oh. finals, that's gonna be low on our list of concerns. Oh, that's absolutely, 100%. I guess that's my point. I would just say, please don't go. But God, that would be funny. Mm -hmm. They got an expansion team and they have to go there and he's, and then just tell them, you know what, we're going to, we're going to send five people. Yeah, it's gonna be five nobodies, but uh, because the last five players on our bench, and then he's got to tell him, "Well, we we've uninvited the Seattle SuperSonics." I've, I've got a, I've got a, a, a worse conundrum for you. I have a worse conundrum. Let's just say Shelty's president and the hated Oklahoma City Thunder win the oh, NBA championship, no. and now you got to turn on. Well, your he'd TV. be happy, Gas, yeah, because he he but, made it happen. But how's that gonna feel if we're watching oh. that unfold? Oh, it would make me even angrier. Yeah, that you that know, would irritate sure. me more than but a Seattle he, team. But going. he wouldn't be mad. But Schultz wouldn't be upset. Schultz would be happy. That, so look, if Schultz is president, he's team. not going to be upset about the Sonics anymore. I got news for you. If he's leading the he free world, he's going to think he pretty much won. He also he gets a jersey of the championship team, right? So sure. you get a Sonics jersey. Oh, with a Schultz see, no, in the back. no. There you go. Hell That's where no. we're drawing the line. There's no way he gets a jersey. Yeah. yeah. There's no way they get to go there. There's no, no way. way they should go there. All right. The Sounders, I don't think, will be visiting the White House anytime soon, Jackson. Well, I. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, What's their record now? <laughs> I, mean, I don't think the MLS champion goes there, first off. They don't? Uh, I thought everyone goes. Yeah, they, I don't think they went two years ago after they won the championship. Right. So, uh, no, but uh, yeah, 2 7 and 2 is their record right now. Another 2 0 loss to uh, RSL in Salt Lake this last week. So, this team just still trying to figure out their offensive woes. Tonight on Sounders Weekly, got uh, the announcer, the, the guy on the call here on KJR, Matt Johnson, joining me Ooh, for the first time. Stretchy! Yeah, Stretch joining Man, it's taken off his shirt many times in studio. <laughs> he will not be here in studio joining me over the phone. Well, so, he'll, be, he'll have a shirt on. Won't be able to see that. Uh, S2 assistant coach Wade Weber, also on the Sounder broadcast. He's going to join me for a second. Uh, No Garth Lagerway this week, uh, but Wade's joining me uh, because Open Cup match, the U.S. Open Cup being played Wednesday, the fourth round against Sacramento Republic. Probably going to see a lot of S2 players in that match. So Wade, being an assistant coach with S2, want to get a little bit of a scouting report on the guys we will and could see there on Wednesday and then look ahead to the match against D.C. United as well. Is the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup match here or in Sacramento? It's in Sacramento, man. Amazingly enough, so they have to travel down there to Northern California. Beautiful. If they What's, if they oh, play a match here, have they said, or are they going to do it at Starfire, or would they do it at Tacoma? Would they ever think to kind of to kind of continue to to get a little heat going down there? So because it's the first team as part of the Open Cup, it would be in Tukwila at Starfire. It'd be okay. Got it. Got yeah. S two would host if if S two was in the Open Cup, and if they were because S two could qualify would, on their own for Open right, Cup, right? Exactly. Because yeah. they're a USL squad, they right. would host Tacoma, but it's the first team. So it's what's Tukwila. the next? I, I, I missed it. What's the next game at home? So the next home game is Saturday at 7 p.m. against DC United. We'll have that right here for you on 950 KJR. What do you think the attendance is going to be like? Your your boy Matty Pence of the Athletic uh, uh, wrote about a a lot of fan apathy starting to set in with the old Sounders faithful. I mean, I think there right now is, is definitely a divided fan base of ones who have kept the faith and are saying this thing will turn around like it always does when you get guys healthy, when you get guys right. new designated players. Then there's also a part of the fan base that are starting to say we're we're done with this. We're tired of this team just sort of just giving up in the first half of the season and waiting for players to come on in the second half. And they are getting a little bit angry now. Those are also the people who will be coming back to games when they're starting. Attendance to get in has been okay this year. Oh yeah, I mean, okay. it, it really kind of there is such a small part. 
of that fan base that is going away right now, they'll be back in the summer when this team turns on the gas. All so, right. Yeah. Turns on the Jets, I should say. Not okay. And I like turn on the gas. Turn, right? turn on the gas. Turn on the Jets. When they, when they, when they hit the gas. When they hit the when gas. They, when they hit the gas. So the 7 gas. o'clock, the uh, the ball will drop. You guys got pregame uh, coverage starting at 6.30. On Saturday night, but they play Open Cup on Wednesday at soundersfc.com for that match. Okay, perfect. All right, there is Sounders Weekly tonight, 7 to 8 o'clock right here on Sports Radio 950 KJR. All right, lunch with listeners coming up next. Uh, we picked the five best voicemails from earlier today. Uh, wishing Howard Schultz the best. We'll play the five best coming up in our next segment after headlines with Neil Scott, the Pros Pro.